my neighbor's dog pissed all over my apartment. <laughs> I am mortified. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, a true crime comedy podcast where we exclusively investigate non-crimes. Crimes. <laughs> my name is Griff. I'm Kira. Hi, Kira. How's it going? It's going well. I miss you. I'm in Boston. Yes. Tell the listeners what you're doing over in Boston. I'm directing a comedy show at my like home theater. I'm having such a blast. And yeah, I mean, if any of you guys, any of you listeners want free tickets and you live in the New England area, DM me and I'll, I'll put in free tickets for you. Should be a Ooh, good show. That could open up a floodgate, Kira. <laughs> I love a floodgate. Yes. <laughs> We obviously, Kira and I met in college uh, in Boston. I used to live there, as did Kira. I'm super jealous that you're there. I kind of wish I would have traveled with you just to do I know, like a I wish, recording. I wish you were here. How are you? What's new, Griff? Oh, nothing much. I mean, we just had LA Pride this past weekend. So two weekends ago, it was West Hollywood Pride. This past weekend was LA Pride. So back-to-back Pride weekends. I'm definitely still kind of recovering my energy. I went to my first warehouse party, um, oh. which was really... Intense, but really fun. A lot of uh, half-naked men. Any highlights from your Pride experience so far? You know, I <laughs> I won't mention the highlight from the warehouse party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was really fun. I think just, in, like, I love, like, a good pregame before a parade. I think you meet some really cool people, depending on who's hosting. And I think that's kind of where you meet some really cool queer people and you know, at the bars are fun, the events are fun, but oftentimes you're, you know, you're drinking and you're having a little too much fun. I really like the kind of spaces where you can, hey, where ask where are you from? What do you do? Like, what yeah. was your coming out experience like? So um, low stakes just like, and good vibes. Exactly, low stakes, good vibes, and Jello shots. That's 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 what's the best for me. Um, yeah. How does it feel being back in Boston? Is it the, the weather nice and is it nostalgic? It's all good, baby. Yeah. Yay. You ready to jump in? I think we are. And just so the listeners are kind of up to date with us, we've, we are listening to your feedback. We're reading your emails. We're reading your DMs. A few, and by a few, I, I think many of you have mentioned that our episode recaps sometimes spoil the episode prior if you're just jumping into our series. So Kira and I have agreed to kind of bypass the episode recaps at the top of every new episode so that we're not spoiling anything from you. Yeah, you guys give just in general like great feedback like this, you know, we're learning, growing, evolving, and we like we love having your input to shape this podcast. So keep it coming. We love it. Absolutely. This was super constructive, and we just want to make your listening experience as amazing as we can. So yeah. uh, your feedback has been noted. Thank you so much for all the emails. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is episode 16, and let's just dive right in. This crime was submitted by an avid listener. His name is Jeff. He is fine with us using... His name and his, we'll say, neighbor's name, Ooh. you'll understand why, because a little bit of the evidence he submitted to us, which we are eager to repost, we'll kind of <laughs> showcase them anyway. Cool. And it's a pretty low-stake crime. And for those who have been listening for a while, it will remind you of an episode that we first did. And this actually inspired Jeff to submit. So, How many teacups would you give this up? Oh, how many teacups did we... We didn't give dog drama any teacups. So I'm going to say our max is five. I'm going to say this is like a, a two or three teacup episode. It, it's not, right. not not too bad. Cool. So this, in, this involves Jeff, Liam, his neighbor, and Jeff's dog, who we're just going to call Dog. 
And this occurred. <laughs> and this occurred in early January 2022. So this year, a few Jeff, months ago. Liam and Jeff's dog. Yes, called dog. <laughs> All right. His email reads as follows. Hi, Griff. Hi, Kira. I've been thinking about this since I listened to your first ever episode, Dog Drama, and mm-hmm. I've decided I need to share and ask for your opinion. This will be a really nice, like, full circle moment because where your where your crime, Kira, from Dog Drama left off, this kind of picks up in a in an interesting way. Ooh, okay, cool, perfect for our sweet sixteenth episode. Ooh, sweet sixteen. Okay, <laughs> a few months ago, my husband and I sold our house, but we didn't get the house we initially wanted. And now we're building a new one. That's nice. Must be nice, Jeff. (laughs) Must be. (laughs) Because our house has already sold, we're temporarily living living in an apartment building while waiting for the new build. I cannot relate to that. For some background, my downstairs neighbor is kind of a budding TikTok influencer and often records videos from his balcony. Incredible. Who better to... Cast a verdict than than me. <laughs> of course, yeah, exactly. This is so relevant because of the crime, and then also, Kira. Obviously, you've built out a great TikTok presence, so I'm excited to pick your brain. So begrudgingly, <laughs> we have this podcast because of that. So I'm very thankful. You're right. Nothing but gratitude. All right. He continues. Shortly after I moved in, I actually had a small appearance in one of his videos. He was apparently doing some kind of Good Morning TikTok challenge. And I ended up responding to him, not knowing what was happening. Does that mm. challenge sound familiar to you, Kira? Do you know what that is? Um, not that exact one, but I can imagine. I get the shit. You yell yeah. good morning and you see if anyone says anything back. <laughs> That's literally it, Kira. You are a TikTok expert. <laughs> <laughs> begrudgingly. Exactly. <laughs> Word of the day, begrudgingly. So exactly, that's what was happening. Because I was the first to respond to his call after like 69 days or something, He even gave me $40 to buy me breakfast. I guess that was like the prize for whoever responded to him after 69 days. Cute. We're not friends or anything, but now we're friendly when we see each other. In summary, I'm very respectful of him being below my apartment, and I try to be a nice neighbor. Now, one of the biggest issues we have with the apartment life is that our rescued, adopted English bulldog, who we're going to call dog, I know, Absolutely hates going outside for the bathroom. Wait, sorry. Did they use the words rescued and adopted? They did. It was rescued slash adopted. Our rescued slash adopted, like, in case you weren't clear. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, should I call myself a rescued slash adopted child? (laughs) I think you should call yourself whatever you want. (laughs) Great answer, Kira. But I am going to start calling myself rescued. Slash adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the dog hates going outside to use the bathroom. Um, I live with a rescued dog, so I kind of know the anxiety of, yeah, of, of that kind of, of that kind of. Oh animal. yeah, imagine imagine taking on an animal, and you're like, before you came to me, you had a whole life with a whole bunch of trauma, and I can only kind of guess what it is based on your current behavior. And like the, ugh, I can't even think about it too hard. I'll cry. But like, just the idea that like. They've been enduring a whole bunch of things you don't know about. And they're like, just so you know, you're going to find this out soon. I am afraid of lightning. Like, (laughs) Exactly. Like, you just have to kind of learn how they are because Mm. you didn't have them from birth, which is exactly what my parents did. I I was adopted at two weeks, so there wasn't wasn't much of a life before I knew them. But Mm. 
He continues, instead of trying to force him out there and waiting for him to pee, which most times still doesn't happen, I've purchased a very nice potty pad for him uh, that I keep that I keep on our balcony. Yeah. Got it. The, the dog can use this pad, and then it drains into a large bowl underneath that yep. I can clean out every few days. Now, the first time that I went to clean said bowl, I realized that I had waited too long and that it was beyond max capacity. Oop. Mm-hmm. Oop. The bowl had overflown, and the excess was dripping off the balcony and down the side of the building, <gasps> hitting my neighbor Liam's balcony. Oh, exactly. No. And so, right, your your crime uh, dro- dog drama. You hypothesize what would have happened if you know the the your neighbors dog's poop was leaking through the roof. This is a crime where that hypothesis is fully realized. It's fully realized. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. He continues. Now, I don't think Liam has ever noticed the gross stagnant pee hitting his railing, but I definitely (laughs) saw that it was happening. Now, now that I know my dog's pee has been hitting Liam's balcony, I am mortified. I haven't told him about it because I didn't know what to do in order to fix the situation. I'd happily hire someone to clean it for him, but I was worried that that's even more weird, and I already feel kind of awkward and anxious having sit on it. I asked my husband what to do, and he said that I should just remain quiet. <sighs> Regardless, I still feel the guilt, and now I'm basically afraid to see him in the elevator. Should I continue pretending like it never happened and not poke the bear, or should I tell him and offer to send him a cleaning lady or a gift card? End of message. Wow. Yeah, exactly. This is so interesting because it's like if the perpetrator... Of our initial dog drama crime. It's as if, what if they had submitted it themselves and we got all this humanization? My dog, who is a rescue slash adopted, is afraid to poop on the grass and will only poop on the roof. I've been trying to be really cool about it, but, like, then this girl caught me. I didn't know what to do. Like, it's like opening up my eyes to, like, the whole other side of whatever this this story is. This is fascinating that this person submitted themselves. I'm like kind of obsessed with that. Totally. And like the the perpetrator has clearly demonstrated some empathy towards a mistake. I think the difference between maybe your case and this one is that your neighbor was purposefully bringing her dog onto the roof to use the bathroom. Yeah. Obviously it's a roof, so it's not like gonna leak through hopefully. But in this case, Jeff wasn't aware that it was happening until it was too late. So I hear you, but I think the motive is a little different. I Yeah, also the execution is a little different. Like potty pad for a nervous dog on a balcony versus straight up shit on the roof. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you mentioned the potty pad. You know, I have some kind of uh, additional context as we usually do for this episode. Ooh. Um, he did, Jeff did send the link through of the potty pad that he purchased. Incredible. It, it is $279. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're that, waiting that for- That is, I'm living <laughs> in an apartment while they finish my house money. <laughs> exactly. Like, these guys are doing well for themselves. I need to. I need to friend them on Instagram and take a visit. Yeah. So, like, he put in some, like, pretty considerate attention into 
helping his dog with his anxiety to the price of almost $300. So clearly, he was trying to get ahead of the problem before there was a problem. But there's a problem, so we needed to investigate the problem. Yeah, I get it, too, because it was the first time he had ever used the potty pad, right? Yeah, I think exactly. He had, like, I th- I'm assuming unpackaged it, put it out on his balcony, made a mental note to change it out every X amount of time. Just his original, I guess, just benchmark for that was way too low. And so it overflowed, and obviously gravity took hold and <laughs> yeah. dripped it down on Liam's balcony. It also might have rained, Mm. And some water could have gotten through. Interesting. Yeah, because it could have, oh my God, it could have like uh, encouraged the splatter a little bit more. We'll have to ask Jeff, or maybe Jeff can write us for clarity if he lives in a place that rains. (laughs) But for now, we'll assume no rain. We'll assume this was just straight up pee-pee dripping down the building. Just a very hydrated, rescued slash adopted dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. First of all, can we circle back to the fact that they're waiting to build their house? Can you imagine, and I'm not sure how old Jeff is. I'm going to assume maybe mid to late 30s. But just as artists, Kira, can you imagine waiting for your house to be built? I fantasize about that. Oh, they must be so excited. They probably, knowing like the supply chain issues, the materials issues, they are probably hoping that it's getting done faster than it is. Because also a lot of people are making additions on their current homes Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's just like a lot of construction going on. Yeah. So they're probably in this apartment and they're like, we want to move in already. And they're not able to. But it also living in an apartment when they were in a house before, that's probably a crazy feeling. Totally. You get so accustomed, especially after quarantine, right? Like so many people realize how small their spaces were. They, if they could... I couldn't, upgraded to like more space or they even like left a city and went to the country. So yeah, you're, that's a really good point. Like reverting back to a smaller space for a little bit longer than expected is definitely probably a little <laughs> Just imagine confining. you're living the life in your house with your husband and then all of a sudden you're back in an apartment building with a TikToker <laughs> underneath you going, hello, and like <laughs> yeah. handing you 40 bucks. Like also, sorry, but just quickly on the like, <laughs> The, t- the genre of TikTok that is Ooh. like, here, look, while I selfie style with my camera, show myself handing you money to mm-hmm. get your reaction. I'm like, it's just, it really, I'm like, ugh. If you want to give somebody money, give them money. But like, I don't know. People like showing themselves, giving like an employee to drive through cash. It's just, I'm like, ah, did that person even consent to be filmed? Like, oh, it's so performative. It's nasty. It's Ako Taco. And actually Jeff did send us a link to the video that his neighbor (gasps) Liam obviously was doing before obviously this crime happened. So we will definitely post that somehow on our Instagram or even maybe reshare it on our TikTok somehow. Yeah, we'll share it to our stories. We'll be muchies with both of them on TikTok, as you say. (laughs) (laughs) Muchies. No, totally. But And that's another thing, too, we have to take into consideration. Like, Jeff has mentioned that they're not super close. Obviously, they had this, like, kind of random interaction that was caught on film to our benefit. Yeah. But, like, Liam, as a good sport and I think probably a nice guy and also part of the challenge, so maybe not so much, but gave Jeff $40 just for saying hello, you know? That was taped, right? 
<laughs> yeah, it was taped. <laughs> okay, so yeah, for the video he did. Totally. So we have evidence of, you know, Liam paying kind of just randomly Jeff money for unintentionally being part of this crime. So part of how I think is to like, Jeff, like Liam gave you money for like just being nice and you're not you're not even able to tell him that there's been a little accident on his balcony. Oh, but Griff, Griff, Griff. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> He gave him 40 bucks, posted a video. If you tell this boy that there is pee-pee on his balcony, <laughs> is he going to, like, post a video that's like, my neighbor's dog pissed all over my apartment? <laughs> like, please, everyone Venmo me $40 at your earliest convenience. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. Like, I mean, if I had a neighbor who was, like, a, you know, a, a TikToker who, like, is autobiographical, like, about what's going on in their real life. I would be mm -hmm. so scared to tell them something I did that wronged them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And especially because Liam brought Jeff into a video. By the way, Jeff also has a TikTok, which I have looked through. But Whoa, yeah, could this you... is a late-in-the-story reveal. Jeff I also know. is a burgeoning TikToker. Ooh, good point, Kira. So Jeff described Liam as a burgeoning TikToker. I looked at Liam's profile. He has... 609,000 followers, 21.6 million likes. So like, I'm not sure, is that like, is that considered burgeoning or is that considered established in your opinion? It can depend. Yeah. To be fair, I like just looked at one of my friends and she had like 8.6 million or something. So like, I guess <laughs> it all just depends. But um, Jeff, just for context, because maybe it like feeds into him not telling Liam and I don't know if TikTokers get jealous of each other. Jeff Ooh. only has 192 followers. Ooh, 192,000? Nope, 192, <laughs> period, <laughs> which is more than I have, to be fair, but yeah. Okay, so he's not. He's just friends with his friends on TikTok. He's not trying to do TikTok. Exactly. Um, yeah, okay, okay. Or is he? Um, <laughs> just if, is not finding hey, his... Hey, and can I say, Jeff, if you are and you're listening, just, just focus on the house. <laughs> Ooh. That would be, I mean, I know gays love like a home renovation or like an upgrade, so. Oh, that, no, I meant get off oh. TikTok and just. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We very much, we'll just assume that he's just, just a guy who on TikTok watching videos and sending them to his friends. Yes, and we appreciate any effort, even if it is the most minimal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, we've, we've covered the TikTok morning challenge. Have you ever, I know your brand is pretty kind of rooted in acting and character work. It's very cultivated in that sense. Have you ever done kind of like a trend or like a a good morning-esque challenge? I just, I wonder what it's like to like have to go out into public and just kind of be that way in front of just strangers. I have, I have never done a trend or lip synced or yeah. danced in a single <laughs> video. <laughs> I will not sell out. <laughs> no, it just like, I have no problem with it. Like I, I see videos like that and I think that they're they're funny or they're not funny or whatever. Yeah. It's just like for me personally, that doesn't that just doesn't bring me joy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I always think it I mean, obviously we're both based in Los Angeles, which is probably one of the bigger TikTok hubs in terms of influencers. So it's so funny going out into public and seeing people do what I assume Liam is doing. And by the way, Jeff I think just by the by the way, the video is captured, how Liam captures Jeff saying hello back. Mm -hmm. I think Jeff knew and had heard Liam doing this for, like, days. 
And so it's so funny to like go out into public, like at a grocery store and see someone like in an aisle doing like a dance or doing like a, I'm about to rate my favorite cereal for everyone, blah, blah, blah. Or just yeah. so being so public facing with it. Because I know you do most of yours like in like your apartment and like on a set almost, like you create a set for it. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm like in my car hoping people don't see me. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say like, I've got no problem with people videoing themselves in public. Like you do you, you'll get the judgment you'll get. Yep. I don't like people recording others in public. I like feel, feel really strongly about it. Like, especially like women, like mm. I don't, I saw somebody, they were like at work and they posted a video of themselves because one of the, um, I think it was Davina from uh, Selling Sunset, <laughs> was like at their workplace. And they were like Ugh. sneakily recording Davina ordering a drink. And I'm like, you don't have her cons- So like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's the only real soapbox I have is like, if you want to record yourself in the aisles of Trader Joe's doing the like <laughs> frozen gyoza challenge, <laughs> I'm all about it. But like, you don't get to record other people unless you like after the video are like, are you cool if I post this? Here's the deal. Da 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 da. Even if it is Davina, who is the quirkiest, definitely in most interesting person on that show, I think. He's, yeah. <laughs> I Even if it is Davina, I don't care if they're a public figure. I think it is so weird to record somebody without their consent and put it on the internet, especially Davina, because you know that's going to pull numbers and people are going to analyze her every move and say she doesn't look good. She does look good. She's being rude. She's being polite. She's had work done. Da 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 da. I'm like, let people exist. Yeah, that's totally fair. The, the consequences of celebrity. I guess maybe one last point before we round the corner on your <laughs> yeah. verdict. Hold on. Also, by Hold the on. way, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm still, I'm still busy getting off my soapbox. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah, let me know when you've climbed down, Kira. Sorry, it's really high up, so it is going to take me a couple steps. Um, okay. Yes, I've come back down. <laughs> Perfect. You're back with us, mortals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Um, <laughs> uh, social media is so interesting because I, I also honestly, have. I was not even like that. That doesn't even about me. That's just something I feel so strongly about on behalf of other people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What an interesting world we live in. Yeah. Let's also bring up because he mentioned when Jeff wrote this in. I think part of the crime reminded him of dog drama. Your first crime. Mm-hmm. Another part of the crime reminded him of another one of our episodes called Petty in Paris. Yes. Where the where the two I think more guilty, in my opinion, the more guilty people were husband and wife and they were in cahoots together. Mm -hmm. And so in this, and I'll quote, I asked my husband what to do and he said, I should just remain quiet. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Because we seem to be barking up the same tree with the like, the husband or wife being brought in on the crime and having their opinion. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I mean... It's, that's just such a funny dynamic. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I can see where the husband's coming from. It's like they noticed the problem. Clearly, who knows if Liam even noticed it. Like maybe Liam noticed it and was just like, oh, it's I don't want to like be a, a, like a dick and like say something. But they obviously eventually saw it and stopped it. So I wonder if I would have said the same thing. Like there's there's been no issue. So why we fixed it. So like just let brush it under the rug. So, yeah, I don't know what I would say. It's, like, not that big of a deal, but uh, – because it's, like, guilt, but the, like, actual crime has been acknowledged and stopped. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but that's – is it a big deal is the question because (laughs) is that that dog pee 
washed away or is it still there? And is it, you know, like animal pee, pet pee, it starts to smell over time. Like, does the TikToker have a rug on his balcony? Like, oh, is he growing basil? Are there some chives <laughs> that are like, you know what I mean? We better hope that basil's not being used for some marinara sauce. That's all I'll say. Yeah. he's. We better hope that he's not just like, I take my basil, I slice it, and I put it right on top of a pizza pie. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, yes, and I think Jeff did include... He was very thorough in this submission, so thank you, Jeff. Incredible, um, yes. He, and I would say this type of hard work and dedication is why you are building the house. <laughs> no, exactly. This is why you can afford uh, your house. I know for a fact that they have two Roombas, two of those little floor vacuums I, that's on his TikTok. But yeah, he sent a photo of the angle from his balcony looking down at Liam. So I guess maybe we'll also Ooh. post that to Instagram. I'll show you. And we'll let, we'll let our listeners kind of evaluate whether or not the angle of said pee dripping would be consequential because from my end, it looks like it'd just be, it'd just be hitting the railing, but it's still, mm. I mean, it's still piss falling from the sky. So let's not, let's not <laughs> sugarcoat it. I think I'm ready f- to rule, to, to rule. give a verdict. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And have we mentioned too that our listeners, again, with the great feedback, we will no longer say we're ready to deliberate because yeah. what we just did was the del- deliberation. So Thank you again for the feedback. I think truly we'll move forward with the word verdict slash rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep the DMs coming. <laughs> Thank you so much. Honestly, it's me trying to say, like, I'm looking at the clock and, like, it's time to, like, wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm, not, I'm saying the wrong thing. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway. I think I've said everything I need to. I have all of the additional context out into the world, into your ears. Yeah. What can you, you? Can you remind me? Who who are prospectively guilty parties are? Correct. Jeff is the perpetrator. He wrote this in. Liam, yep. Liam like Liam Hemsworth, <laughs> uh, is the downstairs neighbor on the balcony that's being peed on. And yep. then, of course, Jeff's dog, who, I mean, you can decide. Dog. Yeah, dog. His name's Dog. I mean, the dog is very guilty. Yeah, I mean, the dog's <laughs> peeing, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow, I've never been this conflicted before. Mm. I can honestly say I have never in one of our cases been so much like, on the one hand, Jeff, I think you should have right away told that little TikToker, I think my dog pee might have gotten on your porch. I'm hiring a cleaning person, so sorry about that. Mm. Do you mind if I just come down with a bottle of Myers cleaning solution and a paper towel roll? I just want to make sure everything's good. Yeah. On the one hand, I'm like, You should have done that. Very much. On the other hand, I'm like, it'll never show on a trotting horse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pee under the bridge, baby. Yeah. (laughs) The sands of time will wash away dogs' crimes. Like, yeah. I really, really, really see both sides. And I feel like the husband... His all he's really giving is his perspective. Mm-hmm. So he he's fully off the hook. The TikToker, I would say, is off the hook. It's just Jeff we're looking at yeah. here. Griff, what are your thoughts? I I feel similarly like uh, you know Jeff's husband. I think just assessed the situation. It was like, eh, are there any fires that need to be put out? And Jeff said no, just puddles of pee. Jeff's dog uh, obviously peeing, but like we can't blame an animal for being scared to. Because of trauma, 
No, we love that animal, and we have no problem with pee pad on porch. Yeah, um, yeah. The trauma we need to respect, or as Jamie Lee Curtis calls it, trauma. Is that like dog d- trauma? She like trauma? She, no, because she was doing press for the last Halloween movie, and she has like one thousand clips of her saying the word trauma as trauma, and that kind of went viral. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For anyone that's watched, yeah. So Jeffy Boy, man, I, I lean towards. Uh, tiny bit guilty, mostly innocent for my end. Yeah, I say, I say innocent. Yeah. I am supplying the verdict and I say Jeff is innocent and does not need to tell his downstairs neighbor unless his downstairs neighbor brings it up and then he's got to come clean. But we're just going to, we're going to cross, cross our fingers Close our eyes and pray that nothing ever comes of this. That's what I say in this instance. <laughs> I I agree. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think with the empathy is clearly there. I part of me kind of wishes that Jeff wouldn't have written us being like, what should I do? And maybe just like did it and like <laughs> swallowed the guilt. I get the sense that Liam would have been like, Oh, thanks, man. Like, thanks for letting me know. No big deal. Like, thanks for the cleaning lady. Well, that's what's also tough about this is like if there were a time to have told him, it would have been the second that he was picking up the pee pad. At this point, mm-hmm. that today that we are deliberating. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm like it's 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 now it's weird. Now it's weird and now you do nothing. Totally. And you know when I was reading his submission I real like exactly that. Like he sat on it. He's like sat in this puddle <laughs> for too long. Mm-hmm. It's now become awkward cuz you're right. If he would have said something immediately, it would have been just instant kind of problem solved. My guilt doesn't need to fester, but um, yeah. I think Jeff's real punishment is the guilt that he's living with. I can't. I don't think we need to give um, him any kind of jail time. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You're you're in your own jail. Yeah. That was that was <laughs> good a, one, Griff. That was a good one. Thank you, Jeff, for writing this in. And I guess he also just messaged me back. He's fine with us posting the photos, letting people know his name. So there is a chance that Liam, being the social media guy he is, sees this and Jeff is outed by way of TikTok and or Instagram, so. Wow, Petty Crimes Pod, follow if you want to see the tea go down in live time. Oh my God, could you imagine if we just start a catastrophe? (laughs) (laughs) All publicity is good publicity. Absolutely. You ready for some criminal or minimal? Of course, thank you for ruling and let's move on. Okay, criminal or minimal. Telling someone that you do not want to be in their wedding party, but that you do want to go to the bachelorette party. Oh, that's so interesting. Is it typically the people you invite on your bachelorette weekend are like part of your like bride squad? Yeah, they would normally be your wedding party people. I'm going to say— And can I give you a tiny bit of context? Yes, the reason, Yeah. So the some of the day of costs mm. include getting your hair done, the dress, the shoes, da-da-da-da-da-da. Thank you. That, that swayed my opinion. Minimal. Minimal? Yes. I mean, so you want to go to the bachelorette party, but you don't want to be part of the wedding group, correct? Yeah. Or even even if it was switched, even if you wanted to be part of the wedding group, but you didn't want to go to the bachelorette, weddings are just really expensive. And like, I didn't realize, I think as a guy, I just, I was part of a, um, 
the groom's you party. Were a exactly. Um, and we didn't, I mean, aside from the tux, which I kind of worked around, to be honest, uh, we didn't have many costs because we didn't have to kind of get dolled up for the wedding. I didn't realize how expensive it was for bridesmaids to get ready for a wedding. Um, yeah. I say although, minimal. What do the, you think? Although the bachelorette party is expensive too. Ooh. it's You know what? I think people should do whatever they want. I just saying you might make somebody mad. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I, and it really because they're like, oh, you've got you've got the money to go to Nashville, but you don't have the money to stand beside me on my special day. Oh, that's really true. That's very fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to say minimal, just because I, I'm going to side with the more frugal people out there because it's it's awkward. Frugal but. and fun loving. They're like, <laughs> I'll do the party part, <laughs> but I just want to sit in the crowd. <laughs> Yeah, cool. All right, I've got one that's very much in the same vein, and I wonder if your opinions will be similar or dissimilar to what you just said. Cool. Attending a wedding and not bringing a card or a gift, criminal or minimal? If the wedding was a big cost burden to get to, for you personally, minimal. I totally and agree. I won't, I won't say any more about yep. it. Yep. That's that's, that. that's exactly how I feel. That one was submitted <clears throat> by listener Jackie, and I completely agree with you, Kira. Um, if I'm paying four to five hundred dollars just to be in the same state as your wedding, um, my presence is your gift. I I personally have I would I'll always do a gift, just because that I just would. But I th- feel like it's no big deal. Yeah, although a card is really um, low cost. That uh, that was a that was a caveat for me. A card is like five bucks, so. That would be nice. That's a great point. Yeah. Something heartfelt. Don't cost a thing. Exactly. Might That might be a good loophole. Okay, next one. Switching place cards of where everybody's sitting when you get to your table at a <sighs> wedding and you're like, why am I not next to my friends? And you switch everybody around. Criminal or minimal? Ooh. I always say this. That's a good one. And it really is because you have some great <laughs> ones. Every time I listen back to an episode, I'm like, Griff, just stop. Obviously, they're good. It's Kira. I'm going to say criminal. Because Ooh. I trust that my friends that are getting married or whoever is arranging the table, maybe they're putting me next to like Jack, who I don't know, instead of Paul, who I do, because they're trying to set me up with Jack. Or they're trying yeah. to like get me exposed to a different friend group that they're that the bride and groom or groom and groom or bride and bride love. So let let fate play it out. The dinner's not gonna last that long, and Paul will be across the table. If Jack's a weirdo, then Block him out and focus on Paul. <laughs> yeah. Sit in your seat, toots. Stay in your seat, toots. <laughs> All right, last one. Sure. This one is submitted by Aaron, which is spelled really cool, by the way, Aaron. Directly using a bar of soap to wash your private parts instead of <laughs> lathering your hands with the bar and using your hands to wash. <laughs> Criminal or minimal? <laughs> It's your soap, it's your shower, begrudgingly, I have to say, minimal. Okay, quick caveat, I'm in your apartment doing that with your soap bar, Kira. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. Mm -hmm. Don't touch my soap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that's crazy behavior. It's an insane visual, someone just holding the bar up to their wedge, just... (laughs) Ooh, I am on the opposite side of that. 
What do you say? I say minimal. I mean, it's soap, so— I, What? I mean, I said minimal if you're in your own shower with your own soap. I even think minimal if you're in someone else's shower. In what <laughs> world? It's soap, so it's by nature a cleaning product, and it's going to be washed away between uses anyway. I, what I will say is if I'm using your bar of soap, Kira, which I feel like I'm never going to have access to now, I will do my business, and I will put it under the, the shower head, and it'll rinse off, and then I'll put it back on the holder. I'm not going to, like, just use it and put mm. it back. I'm going to rinse it off before I use it or before I put just it back. Just the idea of my bar of soap touching your dick. You're welcome. To <laughs> Listeners, we love you. This has been a Petty Crimes. Um, we have to go. We have a lot to talk about. We love you. Till next week, never use anybody's soap. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Thank you. Bye.